Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Throwing Partners. I'm your host, Brian Caprino. With me, as always, is my other host, Chris Collins. Chris, how's it going today? It's early. I'm going to tell you that much, Brian, right now. It's it's super early, but we do have a fantastic guest on today by the name of Jeremy Merrill from Boston. Boston. From Boston. From Boston. How's, how's it going, Jeremy? Did you have your coffee? I have my coffee, and I know it's early. I know it's early for you guys, so. I'm usually up real, like three hours before this, but you know, it's all good and good. Happy to be a part of your podcast. And I've been following you guys since day one. So we appreciate it. We yeah. appreciate you spreading the Thank love. You. Like that. And we're, yeah, gra- we're, uh, we're grand to have you on here. Um, so we're going to get, we're going to jump right in because there's a lot to talk about in a short amount of time here. So we're going to do a thing called buzzer beater. Um, so Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to have a topic. We're on a time crunch. We have to talk about what we want to talk about before that time crunch ends. So the first topic is going to be NBA, but Brian's going to be starting the buzzer beater here. Um, so here we go. James Harden trade to Brooklyn. Brian, give us the details starting now. All right. So Brooklyn Nets get James Harden. We have a big three now with Kyrie, KD, and Harden, but where is Kyrie? We don't know. Nobody knows. The Nets don't know. Hope everything's okay. He's a good player. Um, kind of strange that he just kind of pieced out. We're only 10 games into the season. Um, it's really strange. Um, I hope everything's okay. Uh, he's not great in the clubhouse apparently, so maybe it's time for his short time in Brooklyn. Might be coming to an end. Um, I know Stephen A. suggested retirement, so who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> the big thing is Houston got a lot of picks. They got a lot of good players. They they. Uh oh, Brian froze. Oh, no. no, Brian froze. Are we gonna well, have to be stuck? <laughs> Brian, you you were frozen hardcore there. But <laughs> what? Yeah. So let me, uh, let me let me take it away from where you were leaving off. Uh, so Houston, what Brian was trying to say, got a lot of good players and a lot of good picks. Um, Houston got four first round picks, three of them being from Brooklyn, one being via my, uh, Milwaukee. And then they also got Victor Oladipo from Indy. They got Dante Exum. They got uh, Rod- uh, Rodion's Karux, uh, if I'm saying that right. But two of the first round picks that they got are in the same year in 2022, which is insane. And they can swap those picks at any time they want with Brooklyn, which is like a, basically a safety blanket for them, which is really cool too. But Pacers also got, who were also part of this deal, got uh, Karis LeVert out of it and a second round pick, which I think Indy gave up Oladipo. I, I get it. He's injury prone and everything like that, but he's still a good player. So hopefully he has success in Houston for the short amount of time he's there. But Pacers got Karis LeVert, who is doing phenomenal this year after his injury. And then um, Cavs got Jared Allen. So they got a big centerpiece guy um, that they needed. And uh, they also got uh, Tareem Prince. So all in all, Houston won the trade. Indy won the trade. Cavs won the trade. Brooklyn did not win this trade at all. Uh, too many big egos there going on. As Brian put it, uh, Kyrie is who knows. We don't know anything about Kyrie. So, Jeremy, with that, um, I know we were talking earlier about this. So why is James Harden not a, a good fit there? So James Harden, the way he plays, he's, he's, uh, he's all about himself. He's all about how he shoots, how he makes, a, how he scores, whatever. He's not 
I, I really don't think he's going to fit in with the KD and Kyrie. The, there's going to be too much of the controversy, like who's taking the last shot? Who's going to be the one that makes the, the bigger plays at, towards the end of the game? Like you're going to run into that. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a big three like this, I think the only time it really me- like meshed well was with Golden State. I don't think Houston has – well, not Houston. I, th- I don't think Brooklyn is going to benefit from this at all. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the last time they tried to do a big three, they brought in Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, and look where that went. Didn't go anywhere. towards the end of their careers. Yeah. It, it was. It, you know, and James Harden – Yeah. So, I think that it's, it's definitely not going to benefit Brooklyn. It, it's, it's more – all the other teams benefited from this trade – and I'm really happy for Houston. They can move on from this. John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, they're going to benefit from this, and they're going to use this as motivation to go from three and six to probably um, above 500 record. So I can agree with above 500 with Victor Oladipo <laughs> there, and if he stays healthy too, I think that would be a good fit. Brian, what do you got? Yeah, I think I think Houston came out strong in this trade. They got rid of the clubhouse guy that was causing issues. Um, I know John Wall said, like, man, you're giving up 10 games in, like, Come on. Like he even said, he was like, you know, it's distancing a lot of team teammates and it really like affects their play on the court. And with Harden gone, I think they have a chance to just restart the season um, and pick up where they left off and get some wins. And uh, I think they're going to be better off from this. And I definitely think, I don't know if they're going to make playoffs. It's, it's strange. Their team in transition now without, without Harden and they yeah. got rid of Mike D'Antoni after last season. Uh, so, but good for them. Um, Brooklyn, good luck. Steve Nash is going to have his hands full. First year coach, he's going to handle all this. But also uh, with Houston, they got their picks back that they they lost with the Chris Paul thing. So that's good for them too. So they got um, the future ahead of them too. Brian, did we beat the buzzer? Yeah, we finished with five seconds left. All right. Well, let's start the next buzzer beater here. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So our next topic is MLB. First things first, Jeremy, Liam Hendricks going three years, 53 mil to Chicago. Good fit, bad fit? Good fit. Chicago needed some bolstering in the bullpen. They're going to definitely benefit from this. And um, that division is always hard to win, but I think Chicago definitely leads it now with the prospects they're bringing in. I agree. Brian, good fit, bad fit? Great fit. Uh, Liam Hendricks, one of the best relievers in the game right now. The last few years in Oakland were outstanding. Um, he's good. And Chicago got their guy. They really bolstered up their roster this offseason and last offseason. Look for them to take command of the AL Central uh, this coming season. Um, I think the Twins, they haven't filled the holes they needed to fill. Uh, they're still in limbo with Nelson Cruz, whether he's going to come back or not. Um, their rotation is what two guys right now it's Burrios and Maeda don't know who else is going to be thrown in that rotation so Chicago really stepped up their roster this offseason and a great fit a good amount of money too Mm -hmm. Um, it's a big it's a big payday for a reliever but not breaking the bank fully yeah I I agree I think it's a good fit there too so going to the next bullpen piece that recently signed uh, Pedro Baez former Dodgers signing with Houston for two years 10 mil um, I'm going to say it right now, I think it's a bad fit. Uh, Houston already has enough bullpen pieces. They're, they're probably one of the best bullpens in the league right now. 
So there's no need for Pedro Baez. And Pedro Baez, as Dodgers fans can say, he's very shaky, very iffy. You'd never know what you're going to get. So paying five years a season or five mil, $5 million a season for two years, too much. So, Brian, good fit, bad fit? Uh, bad fit. Like, it's they have a really strong bullpen. Uh, I don't think Dodger fans are going to miss Pedro Baez at all. No. Like, he got his ring. He's gone. He's good to go. Um but I think it's Houston more strengthening uh, their bullpen because their rotation is going to be pretty weak with just Grinky, McCullers is hit or miss, and then having a back-end 30s Verlander coming back from Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. There's so many question marks. Uh, so I think bolstering their bullpen was really uh, accounting for their weakness in the rotation because I don't think they're going to address it uh, this offseason with spring training just a few weeks away. Jeremy, good fit, bad fit. I'm going to say bad fit as well. I don't think that he's going to really fit in there. Houston, I mean, they've been really good the last few years. Actually, like the last decade, they've been really good. So, Man. I mean, <laughs> give or take what they've done, right? Cheating and all that stuff. They've actually they had a really a good can. team. Yeah, trash can. But I think uh, Pedro Baez, he's just – Dodgers are not going to miss him. They're not going to miss him at all. I remember watching some games. He just was just all over the place. And, uh, you know, I don't think that they're going to miss him at all. And that $10 million, it, it is a lot for someone that you don't know how he's going to do with you guys. So, I don't even, you know, the yeah. trust, I don't think it was there. The, the paying that much for inconsistency with a guy that throws one inning. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just not. It's, it's not there. It's not right. It's not there. <laughs> it's and not there. Houston, like, if you got money to spend and you spend it on that, great job. <laughs> well, let's, let's, Hats uh, off to you, Astros. We got a couple more MLB topics, guys. So we're going to make this uh, kind of quick here. All I want to know, you don't have to go in depth. Um, I want you to pick a team where Corey Kluber signs after a great, uh, impressive showcase he gave for scouts. So, Jeremy, Corey Kluber goes where? You know where I want him to go. You want him to go to Boston. It makes sense. I saw I saw the list of teams, and I, I believe that he, he fits well anywhere, honestly. I, I don't – I think he might uh, – was the Chicago Cubs on that list? Yes. Yeah, I think he might go there. Okay, so you're uh, honestly, saying Chicago. I think, I'm thinking Chicago Cubs. He's going to go right. there. Got it. Brian, where's Corey Kluber uh, go? Jeremy, those are great picks. I can see him going to either of those teams. I have a <laughs> gut feeling he's going to come out west with my angels. Uh, they're <laughs> they're really great at giving like those small contracts to guys who might bounce back here. Who knows? But if this is their uh, pitching help they're getting, um, and they don't sign Trevor Bauer, ugh. I really hope he goes somewhere else that's not Anaheim, but if he comes and he shows small glimpses of what old Corey Kluber has been in the past, um, I'd welcome it, but please, Angels, for the love of God, don't <laughs> break the bank. You give out 8 mil to Cahill. You give out 10 mil to Matt Harvey. Those guys didn't even finish this. Well, Matt Cahill did, but Matt Harvey didn't even finish this season for them. They cut him loose two years ago. So I just – if this is how you're going to bring pitching depth to your team that desperately needs it, that's not the way to go. But I have him going to the Angels. I, I've got him going to the Yankees. 
I think uh, oh. they can they they need starting rotation after James Paxton and Tanaka probably not coming back as well. I think Corey Kluber is a big uh, cheap, low risk, high reward kind of thing for them. It's almost like a J Hap signing, and so I think he'll go there. Last but not least, um, or sorry, we got two more topics, so it's gonna be quick, okay? Because we got to beat that quick. buzzer. Um, which it. we probably already lost it to, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so with that, uh, Andrew Benatendi of Boston Red Sox, Jeremy, I know this is near and dear to your heart, but possibly highly possible to be gone by the end of this weekend. If that does happen, um, all I want you to say is <laughs> good luck or good riddance. Well, it's always going to be good luck, you know, no matter what Wookie bets, the heart of that outfield, he left. You know, I'm really happy for him. He got his ring in L.A., which is awesome. Um, same thing. Benatendi, if he ends up going, good luck. <laughs> I mean, it will never be good riddance for me because okay. he definitely put, he put out every single day for that team, and uh, it definitely will suck to not have him around anymore. But, yeah, good luck, man. Brian, good luck or good riddance? Good luck. Uh, good luck to Boston, too. Don't know why they're doing this. I have no um, idea. I don't really count this past season as <laughs> – uh, like when it comes to stats wise and numbers, I don't really want to put it on a lot of players because I didn't have proper time to prepare, but he didn't have a great 2020. His previous five years. Great. Um, he's a solid ball player and he's a great defender out and left. He plays the monster really well. Um, hopefully he recaptures that fire somewhere else and he wants to play somewhere else, but weird for Boston wanting to shop him considering gotcha. he's young. And he's super cheap. Yeah, Most yeah definitely. he's super young. I think good luck to him too. So he's a good player. Wherever he goes, he'll fit in. And the last topic is I'm uh, I'm just going to touch on it. I uh, We're going to have no feedback, but hopefully the fans are listening, have some feedback for us of what they think. So there's a, a proposal for the MLB with the DH situation here for both leagues. Um, basically, the idea is DH for both leagues. And you can have the DH spot in your lineup until your starting pitcher gets taken out of the game, then the pitchers have to hit both for American League and National League. That would be a rule set. Um, so that is just out there for the listeners and viewers to, to let us know how you feel about it. So we'll see what happens with that. But let's uh, flip another switch here to the NFL, well, Brian. Up. Let's just do a little breaking news from this morning is Yankees get their guy. They bring back DJ LeMahieu, six years, 90 mil. They got the I just saw back. that too. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Brian, you just brought bad news to Jeremy. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Man, oh, that, bad that's, news. That's fine. Boston's the Look, entire bad news. So. <laughs> it's a rebound year. Uh, that's from what they're looking at right now. From Great. What they... We'll see you in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm thinking 2030. So we'll see that. Um, <laughs> oh, whoa. Well, let's let's well, let's it. just let's... say post COVID era. Let's say that. Um, so let's flip a switch. Brian, take us away with the NFL. All right. This weekend, we got big divisional round for the NFL. We got Rams, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Browns, Chiefs, and the big one with the matchup of the 40-year-old quarterbacks. We got Bucks, <laughs> Saints. Are we doing our pickums now? Yeah, let's do pickums. All right. Uh, you know what, Jeremy? You you go first. You pick all four games. Which Damn, I got all. Oh, all right. Yep. Okay, so Rams Packers. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I oh. feel like 
I feel like, yeah, they're going to Lambo. That's gross. What are you doing? You're just well, making right, people believe in nothing. Hear me <laughs> out. Okay, they they went in, they they went to Seattle, correct? Yeah. Was it in, I'm going to tell you LA? this: the Green Bay is a way better team than Seattle is. They way are way better. However, I don't think that their defense is going to be able to stop Cam and or Cam Akers. Okay, that mm. that guy ran all over Seattle. You're playing in the snow. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if there is going to be snow. L.A. Snow? to snow, that's not going to work. Uh, and L.A. stadium is indoors. Yeah, it's not going to work. Only, <laughs> the only thing that's countering me right now is I really don't like Jared Goff. I've never liked him. I think that he's definitely overrated as a quarterback. I think that, you know, he's, he's been getting by with some really good receivers over the last few seasons. So I still have the Rams winning. It's not going to be um, a blowout. It's definitely going to be really close. But I think towards the end they're going to win that game. Okay. Ravens Bills. Ravens Bills. I have the Bills winning. Josh Allen has been on one this season. As much as I, it pains me to say that I, the Bills are going to win, I, I mean I'm really happy for him because guess what? This is not the Patriots division this season, and you know what? They earn this. They earn this, and I think that they're going to definitely beat the Ravens. Again, it's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be close. I feel I feel like Lamar Jackson's definitely going to have his way. It's it's a battle of the young quarterbacks. Um, I really think that the Bills will win that game. Gotcha. Uh, Chiefs and Browns definitely. I, I hate to say this too, but the Chiefs are going to win this one. Yep. Uh, yep. Browns. I, I really have high hopes for the Browns. I think the Browns are going to give them a game. You know, but the Chiefs at the end, you know, Patrick Mahomes out of nowhere to Travis Kelsey, you know, and uh, Tyreek Hill. It's it's going to be just more so Chiefs and Browns <laughs> this game. And then the best one, I think this is going to be the game I'm going to absolutely watch. Buccaneers Saints. Man, I love Tom Brady. Okay, big Tom Brady fan, of course. <clears throat> uh, I think the Bucs are definitely they're going to come out in this. It, it's not going to be one of those blowout games like we saw the Saints had against them previously. I mean, if Tom Brady is Tom Brady of of playoffs tom brady mm-hmm. the bucks win this game uh drew Brees, and he's, he's entering his last season i honestly i thought he was going to keep going i thought yeah maybe he had like another year left in him but if he's going to call it quits after this and what a game to go out in you yeah. know in the playoffs playing against one of the other greatest quarterbacks of all time that's definitely gonna be the game i watch but i have the bucks winning that one gotcha those are good picks um except for your Rams at Green Bay. I'm sorry, Green Bay. <laughs> I don't think it's even going to be close. I think Green Bay wins by like at least two touchdowns. At least, Chris, I had the Rams winning against Seattle. I didn't tell you this, Good. but I had them oh. winning, and but they the and thing. they won. But here's the thing: Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP season. Green Bay's got a great defense. It's snowing. Like I don't. Green Bay. Okay, don't people out there listening? Don't listen to Jeremy. Green Bay beats the Rams. <laughs> Baltimore and Buffalo, I think it's going to be a great game. I think Buffalo does take the the win on this one because Lamar Jackson, um, you know, how he runs the ball and everything. But in snow, it, it gets slippery, and and he's going to be forced to throw the ball probably more. And we know that that is iffy, especially he's never played in snow. He's already said that. He's never played in snow. So I think Buffalo takes that one. Cleveland at KC, I got KC um, too much too much powerhouse there for cleveland to take so um and then tampa bay and new orleans i have tampa bay as well new orleans did not put on a 
great show against Chicago and it took a lot for them to click. And I think um, Tom Brady has too many offensive weapons uh, for New Orleans's defense. So I think Tampa Bay takes that one. So Brian, what do you got? Um, strongly disagreeing with Jeremy here. I'm going <laughs> Packers yes. over the Rams. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I look. mean, if they pull out the surprise, Jeremy, like props to you. Like you picked them last <laughs> week against Seattle. Like, Give me a shout great. out. We'll give you a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. But man, okay, okay. So Packers <laughs> over the Rams. I got Buffalo over Baltimore. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah, I think. Yep. Um, this next game, Cleveland KC. I think it's the Kareem Hunt revenge tour out here in KC. <laughs> he said it himself. I'm picking KC, but I would not be surprised if, if Cleveland pulls it Cleveland out. pulls out a very small margin of victory over mm. the chiefs okay i would not be surprised um but i'm picking casey and then the last one i'm going tampa like you said chris saints did not look dominant against the bears no they have a great defense but like having like a game like that against the bears like it's it's showing it, that their true colors are showing in this so i'm going uh tb tb12 of course i gotta put out my roommate's picks so my roommate uh, she has Green Bay, Jeremy over L.A., so she's smart, too. Um, she's got Buffalo over Baltimore. She's good got job, KC Destiny. over Cleveland and Tampa Bay over New Orleans, so she followed my pick, so good for her. Um, <clears throat> and then last but not least, final topic, Urban Meyer signed with Jacksonville as the head coach. Called we, it. We oh, called we it. Did. We called it. We told you that he was going back to Florida, and he is. And he's got a lot to inherit, and that's all we're going to say. So good luck to you, Urban Meyer. Um, and then finally, I've been waiting for this the whole time. We're going to flip another switch to a great, great week of hockey. Great Mm -hmm. week so far. It's not even over yet. And nope, I'm going to tell you this. I got a couple things here. A couple of games. I'm not going to announce all the scores of every game. Okay. There's a lot, but a couple I want to point out is Maple Leafs over Montreal five to four. Maple Leafs are a big team to be favorited to like go to the cup and everything like that with the moves they made did not look good against Montreal and they have to face them multiple times. So I don't know how that's going to work. Philly over Pitt. Philly is my scary team in the East. I feel like they have a big shot to go to the cup. That roster yeah. looks phenomenal. They put Pittsburgh yep. just on their butts, basically on the ice. I, I like, I love seeing Pittsburgh lose. Yeah. So I think everybody does <laughs> besides Pittsburgh fans. So um, Boston, <laughs> Boston versus New Jersey uh, in overtime, three, two Boston wins. Um, Jeremy, you being a Bruins fan, I would say that is pathetic against New Jersey. Um, it is. It shouldn't have gone into overtime. I know you lost Zed Nochara. I know he's not there anymore, but you know, you still have Lucic. You have, you have Marchant. You have everybody there still. Lucic. To, oh, yeah. Lucic came back. He came back? Oh, I didn't Been even back. know. back. What? <laughs> so, Boston versus New Jersey, 3-2 <laughs> to overtime. Bad win for Boston, if, if I can say that. Bad win. Bad win. Um, Islanders, Rangers, 4 nothing Islanders over the Rangers. Rangers are in rebuild mode, if anybody follows hockey. Islanders are a good team as well in the East. But I'm going to say this about the Rangers. Their penalty kill was straight up in attack mode on Islanders, and it was phenomenal. So if the Rangers can keep that up on their penalty kill, they have a lot to look forward to because they were just making Islander 
skaters confused. It was crazy. I, I, I like what the Rangers did there, but of course they got shut out for nothing. Um, yeah. Sharks, my Sharks won in overtime against Arizona, three to two, or sorry, four to three, four to three. And, uh, you know, if you're a Sharks fan, it's great because Arizona's a good team. So happy about that. And then uh, Ducks lost big to Vegas, two to five. Um, Vegas, of course, is a good team. Ducks, I think, are in rebuild mode. Um, so uh, that is it for scores. But I want to say, like I said, Philly, look out. If you if you are into, like, putting teams on bets or anything like that, I would put something on Philly making it to the cup. If there's a bet for that, I would put Philly on the cup. Um, like I said, Toronto sloppy pay, play against Montreal. Um, if Toronto cleans it up, of course, they'll be a great team as well. Tampa Bay. Also looked really good in their game. Uh, just coming off the Stanley Cup victory, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to the Cup either. So the East is very, very strong, while the West is kind of like, eh, we don't really know. Um, the West is so, very, like, it's very, like... It two, used to be flip-flops. It used to yeah. be West was the dominant conference the whole time, and now the Eastern Conference is stepping their game up. So now it's just like, you know, I know they're all in their bubbles and stuff, but East is playing the East and West is playing the West. So it's like East is going to have the schedules, like their win loss is not going to be like, you don't have to look at that as bad because you're playing great teams. Yeah. So Jeremy, I just want to say being a Bruins fan, you need to clean it up. Yeah. You got to clean it up. Something that to point out, right. Pasternak was not playing. He is one of our, he's one of our offensive weapons. He came out last year and the year before. So yeah, he's a definitely big guy. He's, that was a big hole that we didn't have in our offense. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of first games for some of those players that we just picked up, like yeah. being in the Bruins Jersey, you're a new captain in Bergeron, which I love. Um, Brad Marchand played really well. I actually was watching this game last night and uh, saw him score the winning penalty shot, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, for him to do it, he needs to be more of a leader as well for this team to, to, to succeed. And of course, Tuka Rask, man, and that overtime, he has so many saves, glove saves that just were point blank. And, and that's just Tuca of old. Tuka, he's, he's still there. He's still producing for our goalie. He's one of the best ones we've had. And I think that, yeah, it was a shaky win. I mean, I don't really count penalty shootouts as wins because guess, guess what? We, we didn't win in the regular time and, or in overtime. So, yeah, it still counts. But I think that we definitely should have won in regular time. That, the goal that New Jersey scored to tie it up was literally a minute after we scored to take the lead. Yeah. It was like the defense just said, okay, cool. We're going to sit back. We're not, we're not, we're not going to keep them on their toes. We just basically sat on their heels and let that goal happen. So it was very frustrating to see that. because <laughs> yeah. I was so excited. They scored. I was like two to one. All right, we're going to win <laughs> five minutes left to go. Cool. And then, yeah, they just came back, tied it up like that. It's like, well, no, no worries. You know? So. I'm definitely worried about Philly, like you said. I think Philly is a very strong team. But look out tonight. They play in Pittsburgh again. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to see that. I think they and still again, win. They're going to still win. I think, yeah. I think, And then Tampa Bay, man. I just, as much as I hate, I hate to say it, they're a really, really good team. They played and, Chicago, <laughs> though. It's not like. They did. Chicago only has, you know, I know they still have Jonathan. Everybody in Chicago, <laughs> Jonathan Taze and Patrick Jonathan Taze. I'm sorry. The only one that's good there right now is Patrick Kane. That's it. That's all you got right now. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. 
But with that, Brian, that's all I got for NHL. You want to close us out here? Yeah, just uh, go on the Ducks lost. So five to two, yeah. Vegas is good. Maxime Comtois, the young gun out of Quebec. Uh, only two goals scored by the Ducks <clears> came from him. So props to him. Um, other than that, that was a quick podcast. Yeah. Uh, changed it up a little bit. We did it early in the morning at 10 o'clock. We finished <laughs> at 10. So for those of you listening now, probably come on <laughs> in the early afternoon. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like great podcast. Jeremy, we thank you for coming on. It was really fun getting that East Coast uh, taste over on a West Coast podcast. So yeah, thanks, it was man. Really nice. It's like bringing Dunkin' Donuts over here. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> But no, we appreciate you having having you on the show, and it definitely won't be the last. Like we always tell our guests, we always want them to come back and everything like that. So, um, what do you, what do you got for us on a closing remark here? Well, my closing remark is uh, thanks for having me on this. You know, like again, this is awesome. Like uh, I love talking sports, and uh, I miss you guys. You know, this pandemic needs to stop. Like anytime now, be great. I know the yeah. vaccines are out. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd love to be back. You know, this uh, was a lot of fun. We're, we're very <laughs> happy that you were on our show. Yeah. Definitely won't be the last. So you stay safe with your family, of course, and everything like that with the, the world kind of in shambles right now, but we're recovering. And like I always say to all the fans and listeners out there, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. And please subscribe, like, whatever you got to do, share it. Share it to more of your friends and family. And like I always say, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another. And I'm going to throw it back to my throwing partner, Brian. I just to reiterate what Chris said, stay safe out there, stay healthy, be kind to one another. I think the world needs kindness now more than ever. Um, but follow us on Instagram, throwing partners, Facebook, same thing. Um, we're going to throw up polls this weekend regarding NFL. A few people last week uh, with upset picks, so a lot of people, there was like one person, I think, who picked Cleveland to win. So props <laughs> to them. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks for the love. Like it's a brand new podcast where this is our fifth episode. Just want to say thank you. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback from friends and family. And a lot of people are networking, giving it out there to other listeners that we don't know. So thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. All right. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next time.